All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are, in fact, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, comment down below, and upvote the video itself. I'm here with Pratt Rogers. We're going to talk a little Ole Miss football with about a week away from spring. That's kind of hard to believe that it's almost here, but it's a week away from spring. How you doing, Pratt? I'm doing great, Stephen. Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be on. Yeah, um, you know, with all the Chris Beard stuff that is going out, we're going to, you know, this is going to be the football thing because I tell people that football fans, we're going to take care of you every day. So this will do that. But before we get started, what do you think about the hire? You know, I'm really excited. I know there's a lot of baggage with that, but I think that really shows Ole Miss is ready to make a big boy play and step up and pay big money for a real coach and really, really, you know, do their best to make an NCAA attorney run. I just think that it's it shows a dedication to basketball. Yeah, I would almost agree exactly with that sentiment. But right there, we'll stop basketball for people that want to tune in for football. Um, (laughs) So who do you think will show out this year in 2023? Who who is the one player that is kind of, you know, going to explode onto the scene and you can't say Quinshawn? I was about to say everybody is going to say Quinshawn. And I Mm -hmm. don't think that's fair because he had such an incredible year last year. It's almost impossible to expect a repeat performance like that. Um, So I would probably say Jackson Dart. Um, I truly believe that he had a great year last year, or good to great year last year, and I think he really takes the next step this year, and I think he he balls out this year, Stephen. I I think that's an obvious candidate um, on the offensive side of the ball. you know, maybe on the defensive side of the ball, I'd like to see uh, Tyler Malone have a great year. I think that would be re- really exciting. So those would probably be my two that I would be excited to really see take the next step. Yeah, offensively for me, um, I'm going to go with Michael Trigg, and I'm mainly going to go for Mike with Michael Trigg because for Ole Miss to get where we all want them to be, Michael Trigg needs to have a huge year. So we need that light to come up on him. So I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Michael Trigg. And defensively, I'm going with Monty Montgomery at linebacker. Um, he's having a monster workout season. Um, it'll be real, <coughs> real interesting to see exactly where he goes. I mean, I'm really excited about him. I think Monty Montgomery is at such a position of need that you almost you, – you feel like you put the weight of the world on his shoulders to go – have a great season because without him having a great season, we're just, we, we may be looking up at the end of the year with a, uh, a record that does not indicate how talented this team could be. Um, so I think Monty Montgomery is a great one. I really hope he steps in day one. He is a crucial piece to this team. Yeah. Defensively I'm with what Pete Golding is going to do with that defense. He's going to be so huge. All right. Let's, so, so let's start our over unders and, Some of these might sound like they're, you know, being critical, but they're not being critical. It's just the way that we think things are going to work out. And the first over-under is Quinshawn Judkins, 1,300 yards. Woo! Gosh, Steven, I would say under 1,300. I really would. I hate to be cynical. 1,300 is a lot in the SEC. He's not splitting carries with Evans anymore. He could at least take a little bit of that workload off of him. Um, 
and you know, you got to worry about his health. Uh, he took, he had a lot of carries last year. I, I feel, I feel like that's an under, um, 1300 yards is a lot. So I'm going to go under, I'm going to go under as well, but he may be an actual better running back and gain less yards. He gained 1500 yards last year out of necessity almost. This yeah. this year it might be as a weapon. They might be keying on him. He gains 1,200 yards for the season, but he's an actual effective weapon that helps out the rest of the team. Now, the next one is Michael Trigg, 41 catches. Oh, man. I feel like you're right on the money, Stephen. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're a gambling man, but Vegas could steal these odds. Um, <laughs> I think, gosh, I would almost say push on like 40, but – uh I'll probably go, probably go under as well on that. Um, I think forty is a uh, should be a number that Trig should be able to achieve. But all the question marks we've got with this guy, I just I'll probably go under and be uh, probably a little pessimistic on that one. You, I am going to go over, and I'm going to go significantly over in the 60 to 70 range. I think he is going to be 60 a 60 to 70. Good for mm-hmm. you. Good for you. Because uh, he's not just going to, in my opinion, play tight end. They're going to use him in slot and as 12 personnel. And once you put him out there in slot in that position to where he can do the, some of the Brock Bowers stuff, then he mm-hmm. will become a weapon as a mismatch with those linebackers and defensive backs, and he would have a chance to be explosive downfield. I, I genuinely think we're going to see a little bit of 12 personnel this year. I hope we do, man. I'm so excited. And we, we, we know it's just frustrating to know the talent and potential that he has only to, uh, you know, have really one good game all year. And it was the begin- first game of the season, I, I believe, or second and kind of off the face of the earth after that. So we know what he can do. Um, if if you told me seventy catches, I'd say we're we're heading to ten wins. So anyway, okay, DeAndre Prince, four interceptions. I'm going over on that. I think DeAndre Prince really anchors that that uh, secondary. Um, he's got a lot of experience. Um, I, I'm going over. Um, I think that he he could really have a great year this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Pete Golding does with the cornerbacks and how they set up. I do think this defense is set up to turn the ball over quite a bit. I've told people many times, if you've listened to this podcast at all, I'm expecting a defense ranked 60, 60th to 80th in that range. But mm-hmm. I think expect this team's going to be good at turning over the other team, and they're going to be really good in the red zone. And this will be that clunky fit year that Pete Golding has to get through before next year he kind of can do everything what he's going to do. That said, I do think that DeAndre Prince goes under, um, mainly because we have so many defensive backs, and I think it's going to be spread out a little bit. So you might see John Saunders and Deshaun Gaddis, and if he gets into school, you know, Trey Washington, all of those guys in the secondary kind of become, you know, a shark pit for lack of a better term. And because of that, nobody has super extreme Senquez gold, gold, Golding, uh, Golden, sorry about that. Golson. Uh, Golson, we got tongue-tied for a second, um, type interceptions to where he has nine or ten in a season. But, you know, you might have four guys with three, something like that. Yep. Yep. No, I don't doubt that at all. And, look, if 
we have four guys with three, that means we've got a pretty stout secondary, and that means some of the transfer guys like Saunders who've come in, they've they've made plays on the at the back end, and uh, I think that's a really exciting place to be as an Ole Miss fan. If we're looking up and a lot of guys have a lot of interceptions, that's a great place to be. Yeah, absolutely. And one last over-under, and I'm going to catch you off guard on this one. Missed field goals by Caden Costa, four. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under on that. I think there will be two or three. You know, the Kiffin just says I'm stuck in no man's land. It's fourth in, you know, nine, and I mean, I'm on. You know, I need to kick a 53 order and try it. And Costa's got the leg for it. Um, but I'm gonna go under. Actually, I, we don't kick enough field goals for him to get a ton of opportunity to to make or miss. I'm gonna say under. I'm going to say under as well. I like Caden Costa as a kicker, and if he wouldn't have gotten his performance-enhancing thing, he would have had a year really similar um, to what we had last year anyway um, because he, he's a he's a quality, quality kicker. All right, before I let you out of here, you got to give me your MVP predictions. On the whole team, who is going to be the MVP of the 2023 Ole Miss Rebels? Man, um... I think you've got to assume it's uh, Judkins or Dart, but those are two pretty, uh, with maybe, you know, Trigg is your third option, but those are pretty um, pretty uh, expected results, I would say, for MVP. I may go somebody just completely off the wall like DeAndre Prince, you know, somebody you just don't expect. You never expect a defensive player to get MVP. Uh, you know, I hope somebody like him really balls out and turns the trajectory of this team from a offensive mindset to, hey, you don't want to be throwing the ball near DeAndre Prince, you know? And uh, I think that would be really cool, but I- I'm-, I'm probably seeing this going to Darter Judkins. Yeah, and like I said, I'm, I am simply in this video speaking something into existence. I honestly don't believe this, but I'm going to absolutely do it, and I think the MVP is going to be Michael Trick. Um, there because we go. If they use him in 12 personnel in the middle of the field. If he has 60 or 70 catches, he's in that conversation. So with that prediction, I'm going to go with him as well. He's definitely got the upside to do it, Stephen, which is a, a good pick on your end. Um, I think that um, that that's not a – I think that that you could be spot on there. At the end of the season, I may be giving you a call saying, you know what, that was a, that was a good call, Stephen. Yeah. All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Now, make sure you can check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Right now, we are relevant on that show. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place, plus you hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Um, Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. By the way, Rashad Marshall, who asked out of his national letter of intent, has recommitted to the Ole Miss Rebel following a visit with Chris Beard. Um, so that was a little bit expected as well. Anyway, thank you, Pratt, for stopping by. Always fun. Um, we'll talk to you next week, bud. Sounds great, man. See you. Later on.